Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Welcome to the Gen Divide podcast. We are here finally with our New Year's resolution episode. We are joined by guest Coach D. Heck. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. So let's start and have you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at BHS. Just a little background. All right. I've been at uh, Bridgeport High School for a year and a half now. Um, we moved up from Houston because uh, we, we were having a baby. So we moved back closer to home. And at Bridgeport, I'm the defensive coordinator. I work with boys and girls powerlifting and uh, boys and girls track as well. And wh- where was home, Coach? I'm from Azle, Texas. So oh, okay. I went to I went to Azle High School, then to the University of North Texas. Then I worked at Hillsboro for my first coaching job for three years. I went to Splendora, which is just north of Houston, for five years. And now this is my second year at Bridgeport. Awesome. I've never heard of Splendora, Texas. And I'm from – Not meant- I'm originally from Bryan. So – you know, it's probably 90, 90 miles. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Splendor, Texas. Awesome. Well, I, um, I don't know. I know you told us that you had listened to, uh, one of our recent podcasts, but basically, so you kind of have a gist, I'm sure of what this is all about. Uh, the, the main idea, we try and look to, at everything through the lens of, uh, our two generations. So Grace being a 17 year old senior in high school and me being a 44 year old, uh, father. And so um, we have some questions kind of just for fun first that we want to to go over with you just to kind of set the stage and kind of kind of figure out where you are in that generational divide between the two of us, because I know you fall somewhere in between us. Uh, So when did you graduate? Did you go to high school in Azel? I graduated from Azel High School in 2007. If I did my math correctly, I'm right in the middle of both of you. Oh, yes. yes. That's perfect. Then. Awesome. That's perfect. You may just earn a permanent spot on the podcast then, Coach. <laughs> we'll All right, here back. we go. Yes. Here we go. Awesome. That's great. Uh, yeah, you are basically right in the middle. Um, so before we before we get into some of the more – some of the other questions kind of related to – well – First, what, what were you going to ask him, Grace? Um, okay, what were you into in high school? I know football was probably up there. Yes, in high school, I was into all the sports. I did uh, football, basketball, track. I tried out powerlifting for a little bit, but it was it was all sports for me. Awesome. No, all no drama them. club or anything like that. <laughs> theater? You no were in theater. Dr- no theater, no drama club, no band. I liked them all. I just didn't do them all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So here's what we're going to do. We got a little game, uh, just a little uh, – Grace and I doing a little trivia here really first. Uh, or not trivia, but trying to guess what your favorite song was. So don't tell us. And we're going to play two different songs, my guess and then Grace's guess. And you can tell us who was closer. Okay. 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 And you should be able to hear this come through 
loud and clear. Grace, you want me to go first? Yes. All right, here we go. Soldier boy, tell Hey, I got this new damn for y'all called a soldier boy. You got a punch, then crank back three times from left to right. I'm going. So I'm Grace, going. Grace has to follow that up. Yes, Grace has to follow that <laughs> oh. up. Oh, that's she gets her one. pick. That's the song. I'm going to be honest that I kind of wanted. I just feel okay. like Hazel, Texas, 2007 was. <laughs> that, just that is every... fresh. That is freshman year of college. 2007. Oh, is it? There you go. There you go. <laughs> but go ahead. Let's right. let's see what we got. Here we go, oh, Grace. Gosh. Okay, I didn't know where Grace was going there, but I already know I won. I feel like I've got the the heavyweight champ belt already around my waist. I thought, yeah, that that's an easy one there. Well, I knew that that song it had to be really hit or miss, and I guess I missed. <laughs> or he just hit. Yeah. Well, what what uh, what music were you into then? I mean, did I hit it perfectly, or were you into something else a little bit more than Soldier Boy? wasn't into soldier boy but once i went to north texas I, di- I didn't have a choice the locker room in north texas was a little different than the locker room at Azel high school okay and there was plenty of soldier boy playing at at the university of north texas i i got about 20 different flashbacks of where i was hearing that song in college awesome um growing up i liked i like country music texas country music and where i am now i like anything i, I got introduced to all kinds of stuff um but but you win on that one. So country music though would have been the the winner throughout high school then. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. What about uh, music, movies, stuff like that? What were you into? I was never a big movie person. Um, I, I listened to a lot of music. Uh, if it was movies, it was always Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler. It seemed like or sports movies. Nice, I like it. What's your favorite sports movie of all time? Uh, well, if you can count Happy Gilmore, <laughs> uh, it's one of, one of my favorites. But pre- any any sports movie I'll watch. I like more of the the uh, boxing type or the Rocky Rocky Four is probably the best one. Oh yeah, love it. And Happy Gilmore counts. I think you know uh, Coach Green probably doesn't want to hear this, but every time I go play golf with Grace, I make her at least one time hit the ball like happy Gilmore just for my own pleasure, I yes. guess. I haven't you quite have gotten to. it down though. Yeah. Not, not yet. Not yet. No, it's no. coming. I'm, I if, miss the ball a lot. <laughs> if coach green would let you practice it more, you'd be all right. I know. Just think how great work, that would be at the district there. tournament. If <laughs> I you, start with that. Like when everyone's at the tee box, I start with the happy Gilmore shot. Or, or you get a lead and that's how you approach 18. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it in my back pocket. <laughs> I like it. Okay, next question. Are there any clothing styles from your high school days that you don't want to see come back? What were some of your least favorite trends? 
Uh, I didn't wear too many of them. More, my brother is three years older than me, and I think he tried all of them out. He was wearing the Jinkos, <laughs> which, which I don't know where they went or why they were ever in. Um, but that was the main thing. All those Jinkos, different colors. He, he had a pocket watch. There was a lot of stuff he did that I learned from. But I would go with Jinkos, probably. Jinkos. I don't even that. know what that is. is me it either. Shoes. Oh no! It is J N C O, and they are—they're jeans that fit your waist, but they're huge. <laughs> so they're like baggy through the legs. Oh yeah, like oh, one size yeah. all the way down, but way too big. Okay, all right. Jinkos. Yeah. Yep. You both generations missed that. Yes, <laughs> and and I'll agree. We don't want to see that one come back. Here we are with some Jinkos and Doc Martens. <laughs> yes. Doc Martens was right towards the end of mine, I would say. I'd say even high school, there, Doc Martens was a player. They're making a comeback, I'm pretty sure. Yep, they're coming back. I see them in the school. Nice. You still got yours, Coach? <laughs> I do not. I do not. <laughs> Man. What about where were you in terms of that time frame, high school, college, on the social media scope? I mean – 07 is before Facebook, I believe, right? So was it, was there any social media? I was in high school and my brother, again, he was three years older than me. He was in college and he had a Facebook and I could not get one because you had to have a college email address at that time. Ah, so he was right on the forefront. He was right. Oh, he was right on and I couldn't have it. And boy, I wanted it, but that is all we had. We still had to dial up internet. No, no MySpace, anything like that. (laughs) Uh, we did have some MySpace. I remember a little MySpace now that you say it, but yeah. I, I guess it wasn't too popular. I know we had a top friends and we always uh, got in trouble if we, we removed someone. You can only have three or five people oh, and they wow. wanted to know why you moved them out of their top friends. That's awesome. I think it was, and I think it was all public. I don't think there was any high. Oh, wow. I think Instagram should implement that. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Top friends. High school would become yeah. a war zone, I think, if that happened. Yes. That would be horrible. Um, we survived ab- it. Yeah. What about um, cell phone? That was all through high school? Yes, I had a cell phone in junior high. I think I was seventh or eighth grade, but the way it was is my I could only call three people and only text them. So it was mom, dad, and brother. It was set up that way. Nice. Mm. And then in high school, we had we had a cell phone all the time, although it was not like the cell phone today. Yeah, not not necessarily a texting machine, more of an actual phone, right? The text messages were still charged by text message. (laughs) (laughs) What a gimmick. I wish we could go back to that, though. I wouldn't mind going back to that at all. Okay, next question. We have an episode where we kind of debated on the mall versus Amazon. Of course I won, but my question is, did you ever hang out at the mall or was, or were they dead by then? We love the mall. We used to beg mom to take us to the mall. What mall would you go to? We went to Ridgemar mall or Hewland mall, both in Fort Worth. Yeah. And was it, if we, if we were really lucky, she took us out to grapevine mills mall. Ooh. Yeah, and was it, we were real lucky. So were you going there to hang out or to, I mean, was it just like the spot where everyone met? No, it wasn't a spot. It was, uh, we'd go and hope mom would let us buy a hat. There you go. But it, it wasn't a hangout spot. Yeah. 
I'd say it was more of a hangout spot for me, for sure. Uh, of course, we had a big mall pretty in our town, but it would almost be like if you just went there on Saturday at any point between 3 p.m. and closing, like half the high school was there too. You know what mm. I mean? And nobody you had any probably <laughs> You guys probably roller skated too, though. Uh, not at the mall, but yeah, the roller skating was uh, a player for sure. <laughs> um. All right, so let's let's fast forward a little bit, I guess, to to today. Before we get into all the uh, kind of talk about goals, resolutions, um, and this might lead to that pretty easily. Is is um, when did you know that you wanted to be a coach and a teacher? I should say. I think I started thinking about it in junior high. Um, I had a couple coaches I really liked in junior high, and then throughout high school, I wanted to go to the NFL. And if I wasn't going to the NFL, I knew I was going to be a coach. Awesome. And what was it about those coaches, I guess, that that made the mark on you that you thought that would be the route you'd want to go? The first one I ever met that I just really knew that I could be like, it was my seventh grade basketball coach. And I remember we were getting pressed. We were really good at basketball, but we were getting pressed in the tournament and we lost. And uh, we actually faced that tournament or that team in another tournament about two weeks later. And we had known they were going to press us. And that's all we had worked. And up to that point, basketball was just kind of a fun thing we did. We didn't really work on anything. You know, it, it wasn't with the school. And and we dominated just because we knew how to break a press. And I remember that being like the coolest thing ever. He taught us how to do it. And then we did it, and the game was easy for us. Okay. Awesome. Love it. And did you ever at any point, I guess, in, in, in uh, college or that age, kind of second guess where you were going with this? Not really. The only time I ever thought about doing anything else, I had, I had been a coach for maybe a year or two, and I was in Hillsboro, and my aunt actually, a lot of my family's in the military, my aunt teaches English overseas. And so I looked into that a little bit just through the military, uh, going overseas to teach, basically to teach English, what you already know. Nice. So what is your favorite part about your job teaching and coaching now? It's just like, it's just like when I was in seventh grade and we practiced something and then it worked. It's showing a kid something or telling them something and then seeing it happen right away. It's almost instant feedback. You practice something and then it actually works uh, in the game. Awesome. Love it. And what, what else do you coach other than football right now? I do boys and girls powerlifting and then boys and girls track. I help out with both of those. Love it. I love powerlifting. That's that, <laughs> it, I mean, and, and really both those things I'd say as a kid, I had no interest in at all. Um, and I would even say this with cross country uh, and I, you know, but with grace running cross country, obviously I was at a lot of those over the last four years and man, there's just nothing pure. I don't think now, you know, <laughs> I mean, in terms of just a flat out, we're going to race a certain distance mm-hmm. and the winner is the winner. Uh, yes. And everybody's going to see it and there's no teammates to help. Exactly. Yeah. Now I always argued in cross country, there should be a little bit more teamwork in that <laughs> you get four people to box out a kid from Decatur or something like that. And everyone else takes off, <laughs> but Grace disagreed. No. Yeah. I- I think you got to make that happen. Yeah. Love you, Decatur. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All of our Decatur listeners just (laughs) shut their (laughs) – shut off their Spotify. Okay. 
All right. So let, let's kind of transition into uh, resolution, resolutions, goal setting, all that stuff. So the main reason we wanted to talk about, obviously, with New Year's, we kind of thought that'd be a good topic. I brought it up or, or really Grace kind of brought it up uh, to me and we were sitting there talking, kind of brainstorming on who would be a good guest for this. You were the first person, uh, Grace said. And, and then I mentioned something to, uh, Alan Green and Alan, who's been on with us before, uh, for an episode also, uh, our school related, he, you were the first person that, uh, he brought up as well. So it just seemed like a, a good fit. And, uh, Alan shared with me a little bit in terms of some of the stuff you do goal setting wise, but I guess like, just, we'll start off with kind of broad and then go from there. But what is your, I guess, process for setting goals for yourself the main thing the main thing i do is i write i write it all down when i think of something i write it down um i think that's the hardest part because a lot of people say they want to lose this weight or want to get stronger or want to eat healthier or faster and then they go do something else and they forget all about it for days or weeks at a time so the first thing i like to do anytime i set a goal and it's not I guess a new year's resolution in particular, but anytime I set a goal or want to do something, I write it down. What do you think about new year's resolutions? I mean, do you do them every year? I, that's like our big one. We'll sit, my wife and I'll sit down and do some new year's resolutions, but I do almost a new month resolution. Um, and that's, that's kind of how coach green probably knew about it. Every, the first of every month, probably for about five years now I've tweeted, uh, February resolution, March resolution, write it down, get it done uh, every month. And so I guess that'd be the next part. After you write it down, I try to, uh, the next thing would be to break it down into smaller chunks instead of just uh, this 365 days. I want to do this. Uh, You can break it down into, I try to go month by month. Yeah, that sounds smart. The monthly thing, I remember you mentioned that one of the days that you came into Coach Green's class, and that's what stuck with me and why I thought of you. You were the first person I thought of when talking about goals and things. And I've kind of started that. I'm doing a monthly habit. And this month, I like it. This month, I'm doing no phone in bed. I'm leaving it down there because I feel like I need a month of forcing myself to do that before it becomes habit. Every night I want to take it up there, but so I guess goals habit wise, is there anything you, it's like you want to stop doing it instead of picking up things or just getting better at something? The, the, the thing I'm doing right now is I'm not eating at eating at any restaurants for the month of January. And so and I also have the same one. I've got the same one you have. Uh, it's it's become a habit. Now we just do it. We put our phones away at 9 p.m. Uh, pretty much every night. There'll be some times, obviously, where where it's not the case. But most times, 9 p.m., my wife and I, we just, we've agreed to it. I don't even remember when. But that's just our lifestyle now. Um, but the thing I'm doing right now is no no eating at restaurants. I had to tweak it a little bit. No eating at restaurants. Unless the school pays for it, which is during powerlifting season, so we have two meets in January where I get to, I get to eat at a restaurant. But I'm not spending money at any restaurant for January. That's smart. We should make that gen divide challenge. Yeah, 
We should challenge everyone just on our Instagram. Be like, all right, everyone, we're doing this. As all the restaurant owners are like, what? Wait, hold on. <laughs> it's the middle of a pandemic. Don't shut us out. <laughs> no, I get that, though. I, I like that. And and I like the habit idea, too. Um, so I guess what what is the... How do you determine what your goal is going to be? And I guess what the timeframes that you're giving yourself to accomplish it is everything kind of monthly. No, every, every goal that I, I do, or I try to help someone with, I always, I'll ask them what their goal is. They say, you know, I want to, I want to lose weight. And then you say how much by when? So anytime we do a goal, it's specific. Um, and you always do how much by when? So like right now I want to weigh two fifteen by three fifteen at 4.15 p.m. That's my goal this January, February, and half of March. I want to weigh 2.15 by 3.15 at 4.15. And then at the end of the goal, we put or better. So I want to weigh 2.15 by 3.15 at 4.15 or better. That way, once I weigh 2.15, I don't just stop. I could hit that sometime in February, but why stop there if I still have time to do better? So we do how much, by when, and then at the end of any goal, we put or better. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so what if you didn't make it to 215 and you quote unquote failed? How would you respond to that? The the thing I like with that, it, it's a quote I heard somewhere or a coach taught me is uh, the problem with setting goals is that it's not that we set them so high that we never reach them, but often we set them so low that we reach them all. And that's where the month to month thing kind of comes in. If I'm 220 on 315, well, now I can reset my goal either right then, or it'd be, you know, the middle of March and April's rolling around in April, I can reassess and set a new goal instead of the 365 day goal of, man, I'd like to lose weight this year. Three months have already passed by and I'm going the wrong direction. I'll try again next year. (laughs) that next month is always rolling right back up. Yeah. I like that. I think I see that a lot with people where it is, they, they set a goal, especially health related and whether it's set on a month or a week or whatever, they they mess it up at the beginning. And therefore that whole time frame is shot in their mind. It's like, well, mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm not messing with it now till February 1st. Um, yes. This year was especially tough. Do you guys happen to know what day the new year started on? It was a Friday, right? It was a Friday yeah. and we were out of town and our anniversary is New Year's Eve. So we're sitting here on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Colorado and I don't want to eat at any restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to tweak the goal, which is, which is okay. I tweaked the goal too. I'm not going to eat at any restaurants in Texas <laughs> in January. And so we yeah. were okay. There you go. Got to leave it out every once in a while, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And at least it wasn't spoiled for the whole year. Yeah, I like it. What about, um, I mean, Twitter is a huge, do you have people on Twitter that hold you accountable then or are checking in on you with this or, or what's your, your primary accountability technique? The, that was another thing I like to do after I break it down and I, I get specific with the goals. You had a, a lot of people have an accountability partner, um, but you, to me, you got to have a bunch of them. And so that's almost back to like my MySpace days. It's my, my top Snapchat friends. <laughs> I, they all know, they all know I want to be 215 by 315 at 415. 
And I actually did one of these at the end of, I guess it was October, November, December. And I was so far from it. And this one guy out of all, I'd probably send it to eight or 10 people. This one guy kept reminding me of my goal. And I was thinking, why can't he be like the other guys and please just stop. And I'll yeah. try again in January. But if you have a lot of them, hopefully it'll sink into one and that one will remind you or two or three. And it, it also helps if you can get some like-minded people that are on the same type of, uh, have the same type of goals and they'll hold you accountable a little more than others. Yeah. I like that. I think that's the, um, that's the, the easiest out is when you don't set that accountability partner. And, um, to me, you have to do that. You know, when people set their goals, whether they be new year's resolutions or whatever, they're on fire. They want change in that moment. Um, and that's why a lot of times too, you see people, especially diet related or workout related. I feel like, they overdo it at the beginning a little bit because they're so aggressive and then it can backfire. But if they don't have that person or something holding them accountable to it, you know, it's just too easy of an out. It's too easy to say, I'll wait till 2022 at this point or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, so I love that. And I think I, I like the idea of having multiple ones as well because, uh, you know, that way you stand a greater chance, I guess, of them holding you accountable. That's kind of how it is up at the coach's office. If, if we're going to work out so many days a week or do whatever, and, and the coach that is our accountability partner is absent, then we think, oh man, I'm not going to get ahead of him. I'm going to wait on him, just yeah. find a way out of it. But if there's two or three, then, then we get right back in there. When did you start doing this? It, it probably, I think it was about five years ago when I really started uh, writing down my goals and then I started tweeting that every month and my wife, it drove her crazy at first, like most things. And then she kind of joined with it because it wasn't stopping. And so probably in the past five, six years, so I had to be in my mid twenties when I started doing it, but, but I like it. It works for me. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, what about, I mean, are, is this something, so is this something that you are passing along? You know what I mean? I think, um, I think it comes naturally for people and obviously new year's resolutions and, and how well known that is, I guess, just as a, a part of our lives kind of drills at home for even kids in high school, but is it something that you pass along much to kids kind of this process and all the things we've just talked about that make it work? We've done this uh, at my previous school. We did it all the time. Uh, I guess the last I was there for five years, and I think we did it the last year or two. And I kind of, I kind of let it. And the way we did it is every Monday they'd fill out their goal sheet. And the first thing we ever did with this was teach them how to write goals. So the first week we had them write the goals, and then we said the whole uh, how much by when. Then at the end of the week they'd reassess: did they make their goals, yes or no? And then the next week, if they didn't make it, they could use it again if that's a goal they wanted. And something we always uh, put, you know, we go over it on Friday, and they'd say, you know, I want to be able to bench 225 pounds four times. And we'd ask the kid, did you hit your goal? And he said he he couldn't say no. He would have to say not yet. So I haven't hit that goal yet, but it was always kind of keeping it open. So I guess through athletics would be the way. I can pass it down to these kids or, or use it. We also do this in class uh, sometimes. It's not every Monday, but we do uh, goals periodically throughout a semester. And then we'll go back and look at them in the same process of by when, how much, we say, or better. 
And then when we reassess, if we haven't hit it, we say we haven't done it yet. I like it. I like it a lot. I think um, it's always been something, and, and Grace has really, like over the last year, I've seen it uh, with her almost kind of doing it on her own. And I think we've always kind of done this. It's never been like, I've never been a really big New Year's resolutions guy. I mean, I'll set something if it kind of happens to fall with that's the timing of when I want to start something or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, it is, it is interesting. And I love the idea of writing it down and the partner. I think those are the two things to me. Um, And I really like the, or better uh, at the end Mm -hmm. of it, kind of leaving yourself opportunity to exceed. All right. So um, Grace, you have any other questions on goals, resolution Mm -hmm. stuff? No, I think okay. we covered. Awesome. I think I think all of our listeners are more than set to all just become <laughs> yeah. so much better people. I like it. So, hey, all right, Coach, what we want to do now is go – we're, we're going to have some more fun now. Uh, not that all that right. wasn't fun. That was great. But <laughs> Sorry we, to bore you. No, no, no. It was awesome. I loved it. I really <laughs> did. Uh, but we're going to kind of get back to uh, the gin, gin divide stuff. And this is – something we've been thinking about doing for a while and you're going to be the first guest that gets to experience this and do this. And we're going to basically do like a gin divide trivia. We got 10 questions for you that are basically going to be uh, questions kind of rooted from your high school uh, days, early college days. And um, no matter what your score, the good thing about being the first one here, coach, is no matter what your score is, you're going to be the champ until someone comes along and <laughs> the beats top it. Top of the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're I the like winner it. already. All right. So uh, I think I've got a couple of we were we were talking about this last night, and I think I have a couple of uh, softballs in here for you. Especially knowing, I mean, I knew as a coach you were probably in the sports, but. Um, then kind of hearing uh, you talk about it earlier in the podcast. I think it's it, some of these are probably going to be pretty easy. Um, so we're just going to alternate questions and, uh, and go from there. So first question is, can you tell me who won the 2007 Super Bowl? So this would have been from the season that was 06, though, but that was played in February of 2007. February of 2007. That's my senior year. I'm about to graduate. About to graduate. That's right. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to have to say, this is bad. I'm a Packers fan. And I want to say the Bears, but I don't think they won it. But I think they were in it. But I can't remember who they were playing. So I'll go with the Bears because I think they were in that one. They were in it, but they mm-hmm. did lose, and they lost. Ugh. You want to you want to make just one guess? I'll even give you that, so you know it's an AFC team that won. Yeah, I got that. It, that time was the that time was probably the Titans or the probably the Colts, Colts or Titans at that time. Can I guess two? Nope, just one, just <laughs> one. <laughs> I'll go Peyton Manning. I'll go with Colts. There you go. Yeah. One and one. Look okay. at that. Nice win. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I, I just know the Bears lost, and that was a good thing for us. Yes. Yes. And was that uh, – I don't even know. I, I, I guess would that have been Manning's first Super Bowl, I'm assuming? I think so. That's what I was trying to remember because uh, now, now I'm getting old. He was a Bronco also. Yes. Yep. And so – 
All right, Grace. Yeah. I know the Bears lost. That's more yeah. important to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Question two. We're going back to the music. Name this artist. Playing from Scott's iPhone 10 uh, as Max. That's Dang our it. assistant. Yeah. Step one, you say we need to talk. He walks, you say sit down, it's just a talk. He smiles politely back at you. You stare politely right on through. Some sort of window to your right. Is that enough, Coach? Do you get that? That's enough. I think that one's afraid. Yes. Correct. All right, two for two. Good start. All right, so this one's going to be a little bit tougher, I I, I think. In fact, I, I really like second-guessed even allowing this one to stay on. Great. <laughs> it is, can you name – but here's what I'll say right now is we'll have an equally tough question for anyone that comes on from this point. <laughs> okay, I'll take but it. Can you name the 2007 Time Magazine Person of the Year? And if, <laughs> and if you don't know, just – Throw a guess. I have no idea. And I'll go Tiger Woods because I've been watching that documentary. Ooh. <laughs> I think that's a good guess. Uh, mm. It was surprisingly Vladimir Putin. <laughs> you could have given me a lot of yeah. guesses. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I would have never gotten that either. But I was just sitting there thinking, well, maybe, you know, you never know. You got to throw out one tough one. All right, Grace, Question three always needs to be a year in a Time Magazine person. Please. <laughs> yes. The problem is that's kind of what we were thinking is we could keep some of these repetitive, but I think we'd get people that go back and, and cheat and look up like, okay, well, who were all the Time Magazine people of the year winners <laughs> when I was young or whatever. Then they deserve it. Yeah. Okay. Question four. This pop star shocked the world when she shaved off all of her hair, 2007. Oh, that's Britney. Yep. <laughs> Britney nice. Spears. Um, I've got a follow-up, and we'll, we'll make this a bonus question. How about that? Well, we're, we're going to okay. hit the rules right now. Uh, can <laughs> Tweak you, them a little bit. Can you tell me Britney Spears' first husband's name? And do you uh, remember no, this I can't. at all? No, I can. I would say Justin Timberlake. No, it's a guy named Kevin Federline. Does that I ring do a bell? remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. K-Fed. There you go. All right, back to some sports for you. Can you tell me who won the 2007 World Series? So this was October of 07. You were in Denton, Texas, I guess, at that point. That was the – I believe that was the Red Sox in a sweep. That's right. Very nice. <laughs> I, Very nice. I remember. I, I can go back to that 07 year and just like uh, with Superman or yeah. Soldier Boy, yeah. I can I can remember sticking that stick in that era and I'll be all right. There you go. Um, do you remember who they beat by chance? I think it was the Rockies. Yeah, it was the Rockies. Nice. It was, do you know if it was a sweep? I think it, they swept. Yeah, them. it was a sweep. 4-0. Yep. Okay. What was the top grossing movie of 2007? And we have two possible answers because we couldn't get consistent results when looking for this yeah, one. Yeah, they were, it was depending on how you calculate it. One of them 
it was the top grossing one that was released in 07, but it grossed into 08, obviously continued to make money. The other one was just during the calendar year. So either one of these movies wins. I'm not, you're going to stump me with all the movies. Um, it's 2007. I'm thinking I have no idea, but I'll go with the hangover. I remember watching it in college. Good guess, but it was either Pirates of the Caribbean, and it wasn't even the first one. It was no, like the second or third one. one. Or Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I remember Spider-Man 3 around that time, too. I think that'd be the actual winner. I remember that one. I don't remember the other one so much. You can't, you can't win them all. All right, we're going to go back to music for the next one. So this song was uh, one of the top hits of 2007. What you got, Coach? Oh, that's a tough one. I know the song, though. I don't know who it is. But mm-hmm. I absolutely know the song. That's uh, uh, It's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Isn't there it? you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to keep singing it. I knew, I knew, I knew you had it. I was going to offer to play a little more of it. but uh, Yeah, job. there we go. I actually won. I won tickets to the Red Hot Chili Peppers when I was in about fifth grade. And my mom took my brother, said I wasn't old enough. Okay. Um, you were in the fifth grade when you won them? Something like that. And we yeah. it, we entered some raffle or something, and I won, and I wasn't allowed to go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. That's a ripoff. Did you ever yeah. get to see him ever? Never have. Never have. Put that on the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> we have another song. Um this one, I'm just going to press shuffle on the top hits of 2007, Ooh. and you're going to guess okay. the artist. The only downside okay. here, Grace, is, is like it half might... the, the songs on that list have the uh, the uh, explicit. awesome little explicit E next to it. But mm. here, just do this. We're re- okay. Just thumb through and now pick one. All right. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> What is this? (laughs) Coach, if you know that one, do you know that? (laughs) No idea. I feel like that was a ripoff. I I kind of feel like... Kind of a nice little beat. Let's give him another (laughs) chance. Because have you ever heard of that? No. What was it? The band was Scouting for Girls. Nope. And the song was She's So Lovely. <laughs> nope. All right, we'll we'll keep it a little tougher uh since uh we're going to give you a second chance on that one. Um <laughs> All right, here here we go. You're the getaway car. You're the line in the sand. When I go too far, you're the swimming. How about that one, Coach? 
That feels like it would have been right there with Soldier Boy. I don't, I don't the UNT know that locker one room. No, I don't know that one either. All right. Well, that one was Michael Bublé. Okay, I, I remember him. him. I do yeah. remember him. Yeah. For some reason, I think Christmas songs. There you go. I think he always had a Christmas special on TV or something. The song was everything. All right. So right now you are you've missed. I think just three out of eight. So that's pretty good. We got two more. What is number nine on there? Okay. In June of 2007, this device was released in the United States. June of 2007. Yeah, this technological device, we'll call it. And, oh, man. I'm thinking an iPad, but I don't know. Let's go with an iPad. Very close, very <laughs> close. It was the first iPhone came out in oh, 2007. Same thing. Yeah. I'm looking at the judges and they're saying no, not the same. Thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man. When, when did you get your first iPhone? Oh, I had a BlackBerry in college for probably three years, maybe, maybe 2011, 2012, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. All right, last man. question. What do you got, Grace? All right, we have a list of the top TV shows of 2007, and we okay. need you to get three of them. You have three strikes also. Oh, man. So, Basically you Survivor? Gotta get... Can I go with Survivor? Yeah, that's yep. one of them. Okay, I remember that. Oh, man. Lost? No. Lost is not in the top ten. Um, American Idol? Correct. Yeah, that was number one, actually. Yep. I'm trying to think what trying to think what I had to watch with my family. (laughs) (laughs) Um man, lost. American Idol. Let's see what else was on there. We were watching like home improvement. I'll guess that, but I think those were all reruns at the time. Yeah, no home improvement shows. And then maybe some sort of oh man, that was my mother. We didn't ever want to watch it. Some sort of CSI, but I never wanted it. Mom liked it. Uh, yeah, I CSI. Yep. That's it. You, you got, got it. it. Nice. <laughs> Thinking <laughs> of the times I had to watch TV with yes. my family at <laughs> seventeen or eighteen years old. Yeah, some of the other ones. That was also kind of the beginning of Dancing with the Stars. That was actually second. Oh, I, American Idol first, Dancing with the Stars second. Desperate Housewives was third. That was right during the heyday of that as well. Family didn't make you watch that one, though? <laughs> no, I, I remember those in college. I would have guessed those were a lot later. Yeah, it must have been really at the beginning of it, I guess. Well, I'd say you set the bar pretty high because one, two, three, four, you, you, got, you got a 60% there. Um, <laughs> not, bad. Hard to oh, not bad. With Especially- a 2007... Uh, yeah. Time magazine in there <laughs> with Vladimir Putin. Uh, I'd say I'd say that's pretty good. We'll see how long you can hold on to it. We'll we'll have mm-hmm. some more guests coming on in the coming weeks, and we will uh, we'll make them equally tough though for sure. I'll take it. All right, we had a lot of fun. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'd love to have you get on again sometime. When when somebody takes over the trivia, I'll be back. There you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
All right. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gen Divide Podcast. We have our review of The Breakfast Club with the movie genius Derek coming up next week, as well as some other great episodes in the works. And thanks again for joining us. Thanks a lot, Coach. Nice to Thank talk you. to you. I hope, appreciate hope, it. Hope to meet you in person soon. <laughs> we'll get it done. Thank you. Thank you.